Every man. Every man. Every man. Every man. Big dog, Daryl Campbell. What's happening, brother? <sighs> brother Jay, I got, I gotta, I gotta say this because say I know we we do it all the time. We hear that extract this jingle, and I'm gonna tell you, everybody that hears it when we interview them, they nod their head. Oh, they do. They get they get pumped, and there's just. There's some life there, man, that just strings all out over our podcast because of the backdrop of that music. It's just majestic, man. It, it gets in it gets in my if I were to equate this to the uh, the Pokemon movie, it gets in my jellies mm, deep into your it's jellies. In my, in my jellies. You know, once it's in your jellies, it's uh, right next to your heart. So that's, yeah, that's where we want you to that's be. Exactly we want to be in your jellies right your next heart, to it uh, here on the Everyman podcast. Um <laughs> Yeah, man. Having a great week. You know, last week, year anniversary, celebrating one year of the Everyman. We celebrated mm-hmm. it with two excellent interviews with mm-hmm. two powerful female vocalists of metal bands. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking awesome. Amazing. Amazing. Shout out to Chaney Crab. Chaney. Chaney, uh, awesome, awesome young lady. And Love you, Chaney. You're the best. You You heard it here. You heard it. Uh, can't wait to see you guys coming up here on tour in April. And Militia Vox, Miss Militia. Uh, oh, my God. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure uh, getting Soulful. to put a podcast out with you. So thank you. If you guys haven't had a chance to check that out, go ahead and please do so in the archives. And also, while you're doing that, if you haven't subscribed to the Everyman Podcast yet, uh, please do. Go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform of choice. Leave us a review. Give us a little, you know, a little rating. Uh, tell mm-hmm. us what you like about the show, and uh, that would be great. Um, we don't usually, uh, you know, we always forget to, to talk about that kind of stuff, but it is important. So if you could help us out and you're enjoying the show, do us a subscribe and a review, and, uh, you know, maybe send us some pasta in the mail. I don't know. Hey, there you go. Can you mail spaghetti? I don't know, but if you could, I'm pretty sure that I'd still eat it. Send it, yeah, just send I'm me almost, a bag. I'm almost positive I would, I would still a, eat it. Send us a bag of spaghetti to the Everyman Podcast, one 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 Everyman Way. Yeah, that'll that'll make it right to me, uh, I and then I will have the spaghetti. So this week, um, you know, we have another killer interview on deck, and mm-hmm. it is uh, it's an interview with Mr. Darius Vito Victor of the mm-hmm. XFL New York Guardians, running back number twenty seven. On the jersey, number one in my heart. Uh, tank. Yeah, he's a tank. He's the man. And uh, really cool to have him on. But before we get to our interview here, we just want, kind of wanted to talk a little shop about what's been going on and, uh, you know, what we've been enjoying. So, Daryl, you know, we talked about this kind of uh, back in the podcast. We, we were quite critical of the initial design. But I understand you had an opportunity to go out and see Sonic the Hedgehog. Dude, I saw Sonic the Hedgehog. Me, my baby boy, Aiden. And my beautiful wife, uh, we all checked this thing out. And I, and I got to say, Sonic, the animation, I'm so glad they changed it back, Brother Jay, because we knew what it looked like originally with Sonic. Oh, it was just, what are you doing? Um, so thank God for that. But then it just, 
so so many memories like how they captured sonic like some of his little antics and you know like the toe tap and uh, looking at his watch it just it just reminded me of uh, the genesis version of sonic when you just wait too long and you know he'd look at that that watch and toe tap his foot there and um and and i i gotta say jim carrey did a phenomenal job as dr robotnik he had all the corks down he was in his you know just rare jim carrey fashion the stuff that you love from him um and he was hilarious all caps 88 point font hilarious 22 exclamation points unbelievable if i, I want to go see it again i'm trying to get everybody in the house to do it uh, um yeah it's just worth it man it's worth it listen man there's not much more i enjoy uh you know on this on this green earth here than uh a little bit of jim carrey up to a certain point and then he kind of got he listen the guy went off the rails you know, the number 23, it's like, oh, okay, cool. And then like, he's doing some of these crazy movies. It's just like, listen, man, let's 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 bring it back. Let's reel it in just a little bit. Give me this, you know, and I'm, I'm there. So, you know, I can't wait to go see it. I'm going to go see it with my nieces here in, in a few weeks and uh, and enjoy it. And it's good to see that Jim Carrey's kind of, you know, back doing his uh, fun Jim Carrey thing. He's, he's back in his lane, Brother Jay. I promise you he's not off the rails. He is on him. So serious so funny you'll love it dude he's gonna he's gonna get right he's gonna get right back in that heart and just 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 nestle up and just bring that laughter to you well i think this this leads to the inevitable uh you know nintendo finally making another shot at a mario movie because Mm -hmm. you know they're not gonna let this you know let all these video games make the money if they're not getting involved so hopefully we see some more spinoffs you know they're talking about a, a zelda link uh, Netflix show for I'd three watch years. it. I would. I mean, with all the you know, you know, what do you call it? Uh, dragons and wizard stories that people are enjoying these days that have gone oh, yeah. mainstream. I don't see why a little, a little, uh, you know, night elf can't uh, can't have his moment either. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, you know, in addition to enjoying movies, obviously we've been enjoying the XFL. I haven't missed a game on the telly yet. Um, this weekend was. Uh, Pretty great action, man, I have to say. And um, the New York Guardians have been on the road the last couple weeks, so haven't been to a game. But this Saturday, I'll be there. So oh yeah, XFL fans listening to this podcast, um, if you're going to be at the uh, New York Guardians LA Wildcats game this Saturday, uh, shoot us a message and uh, we'll say hi. We'll say what's up, and uh, we'll be we'll be there in our uh, Everyman Gear slash XFL Guardians uh, beanie cap. I got the little cap with the little little pom pom. <laughs> I gotta add a little little pom pom on the end. The little pom pom. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I can't wait to get there. And and uh, you know today today's interview, like I said, man, it's a it's a heavy hitter, Mister uh, Mister Darius Victor. So uh, Darius is a uh, impressive young man. He's he's been around the block uh, in the NFL. He's 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 spent some time with some some professional, uh, you know, some real professional players. Got to got to you talked about. Uh, you know, playing with Drew Brees in New Orleans. Um, I've seen in some of his interviews. So the man has been around the league, um, and it's uh, it's cool to see him doing so well with the XFL right off the bat. Oh yeah, like I love his personality. 
Um, this interview definitely showcases that. And then um, his love for the XFL and the the opportunity that uh, has been presented to him, you know, through Vince McMahon and his ownership of the league. And um, it's, it's, it's great what he's doing. Um, it's great what Darius is able to do. And um, it's, it's also great that, um, you know, and we're blessed to, you know, have him on a podcast to, to showcase that love and that passion that he has for the, the XFL game. Yeah, you can really tell that uh, he's happy to be here and, and happy to, to have this opportunity. And I'm sure, you know, everybody is. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we talk a little bit about, you know, my, my admiration for, for Vince McMahon and pro wrestling in general and just how, how cool it is uh, to be involved with something like that. And, you know, Darius was telling us, uh, you know, his, his thoughts on that and get to hear a little bit about what life is like for these XFL players as they're, as they're you know, getting into this inaugural season here. And, you know, he had a, had a pretty good game this past weekend, got some good yards on the board, and obviously he talks about, you know, the number one goal is winning. So, you know, hopefully this weekend, uh, you know, the, the Guardians will bring it home against the uh, Wildcats, and I uh, can't wait to see it. And, you know, I think we should, uh, with that being said, man, I think we should hit it to our interview here with Vito Victor. Hit it to Vito. Let's go. Joining us today on the Everyman Podcast is my favorite XFL player. He is the running back for the New York Guardians, the one and only Mr. Darius Victor. Darius, what's up, brother? Hey, what's up, man? Great. Glad to be here, man. Glad to be on with you guys. Um, thanks for having me. Hey, man, we're, we're pumped up. And, uh, Thank you. So a couple weeks ago, um, we, we got the call to come check out the XFL. And uh, on the Everyman podcast here, we're, we're covering football, life, music, everything. So obviously super interested in going to check out the XFL. And I'll tell you what, man, I was down on the field for about five minutes and I saw 27 come out and I looked at you and I said, man, that guy's going to do some work today. I could just tell, I could just tell by the way you were coming in and the and the, the way you hold yourself, man. I was like, I'm gonna keep my eye on him. Nobody's nobody's pulling this boy down if he gets going. So, uh, from the from literally, man, from the first five minutes of me, uh, you know, being at an XFL game, watching it, covering it with the press, uh, you immediately stood out. And um, you know, my first question here for you, man, is like, the, the XFL is this new big exciting thing. What's it like being a part of the XFL's return? And, and being a part of this new football culture that you're starting with your new teammates and all these new fans, what's that been like for you, man? Honestly, man, it's been a dream come true. I, I always wanted to be a professional athlete. You know, I always wanted to play in the NFL. But um, other than the names and just the popularity of it and how many people watching, it feels the exact same to me. Um, a lot of talent out there, um, playing with professionals. A lot of guys, my teammates, the guys, the opponents that we're going against, I've encountered in the in the NFL. So. It's really literally just living the dream, and, I, and I'm grateful that the XFL provided us with the opportunity to relive our dreams and to chase it and continue to chase it. So just grateful for, for it all. That's awesome, man. Nice. So I know, I know you're a young guy. You're, you're about my age. Were you aware of XFL version one? No, I was not. Um, I, I mean, I heard about it when, when it came out. I'm like, XFL, and then people were like, they had cool names on their jerseys and things like that, but I honestly didn't know anything about it. So is so. What was kind of going through your head when you thought that uh, you know you might have an opportunity to to get into the XFL? I mean, were you where where were you when that kind of all came to be? Um, I was in Miami, um, and I remember I was trying to get into the AF because I know I just miss playing football and uh, and just having an opportunity to play the game that I love was something that I was really trying to get, but I couldn't get into the AF, and unfortunately, they you know they they. 
they shut down. Um, so I'm like XFL. Heard XFL's coming around. I'm like, yo, I have to be one of the first people on because I missed my opportunity with the AAF. So I was just trying to be the first first guy signed, to be honest, to play in the XFL because I just knew that it was going to be a great opportunity. And uh, and yeah, I was I was working my nine to five, working out, training, and uh, preparing myself for the opportunity. Nice. We talk about that on the Everyman here a lot, man, and, and whether it's, you know, professional athletes like yourself or pro wrestlers or musicians on the road, you know, it's it's all about maintaining that edge and staying ready so that when your opportunity comes, you're, you're, you're ready. And that's, I mean, obviously that's something you learn in football, right? If you're on the sidelines, it's, it's you know, you got an opportunity to go in and make a play, you make a play. But being uh, keeping your head in the game longer term, um, how, how did you kind of stay prepared for an opportunity outside of just obviously the physical stuff, but what were you doing kind of to keep your mental game strong so that when you had an opportunity to get into the XFL, you'd be comfortable and ready to roll? Um, I just, uh, I was just always, growing up, I always understood football um, a lot better than most of my teammates. So just catching on to the plays or remembering stuff, um, the basis, um, just growing up playing football, it's all pretty much stuck with me. I mean, it's, uh, it's like riding a bike, so... I pick it up pretty easy, um, but I was just, you know, I'm on ESPN. I watch football. I, I work out every day. I'm, I, st- I still live the professional athlete lifestyle, with just watching film or eating right, training. So I, I never took technically took myself out of it. I just was didn't have a job playing football. That makes sense. So mentally, I was still preparing myself. I used to tell people I have two jobs, but I only get paid for one. I was a, <laughs> yeah. I used to be, there you go. yeah, I used to have a nine, nine to five, but I was also still training like professional athlete. I used to tell people that all the time. Like, yeah, I have a, literally have two jobs, but I only get paid for one. So I never mentally took myself out of it. So maybe that helped me to, you know, pick up on, on running um, when the XFL came around. A little bit of that mind over matter, huh? <laughs> I got I to gotta get a question in there, Brother Jay. Real quick, Darius. So what um, what was the nine to five that you speak of? Um, I was a sales operation manager at Penske um, down in Florida. Um, so I uh, just running uh, different stores. Um, Penske, I don't know if you guys are familiar oh, with yeah. Penske. It's like, oh, um, yeah. Like U-Haul, but for corporate, mostly mostly corporate um, use. Um, but yeah, I was a sales operation manager there, so I used to get up, go to work, you know, get a nine, eight nine hour shift in, and then after that, go train at the at the field. Um, you know, like a like I used to tell people, I didn't just work out. Like I didn't go to like Planet Fitness or something like that. I actually like trained like a professional athlete, and then did it all over again. Just having that faith and just. One of my favorite quotes I always say is "Stay ready, so you don't have to get ready." So that's what yeah. was my mindset that I had. So the, the the next question is this, and and I found this even my, you know, during my playing days when I was on the shelf is, in between even the nine to five, like my nine to five was working at Next Level Athletes with a buddy of mine. His name was Tikus Pettigrew. He played, uh, you know, a number of years, um, a couple, and you know, professionally, and then uh, he was a Penn State uh, uh, player. So. Um, I found that even while I was training kids and training myself, uh, a, a lot of that carryover from the game spilled into my nine to five. Did you find yourself at Penske, you know, jump cutting little deals and just trying to find <laughs> different ways to, you know, keep your mind focused and, and, and mentally prepared while you're you're doing your thing? Because I know I was clubbing 
hallway closets <laughs> while I was rolling through the facility. So I, I, I in real in everyday life, I still do it. During real day, I'm just walking down the street. I'll do a jump cut here or you know or give, give someone a big foot. Mentally, I'm always playing football. So, <laughs> so I, so you're, you're juking at the grocery store. Yeah, always like I'm always doing something athletic based. So like, yeah, it was definitely great. And then I had a a team. I had to work together with the team. So just putting people in the right spots and um getting um trucks to the right locations moving things around things like that it was just you know just being a team and making things happen and being held accountable because people are depending on you you have customers to 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 please and things like that and it's just like your teammates need you You gotta be there for your teammates you gotta go the right way block that person for your your your, your buddy so it was all just the same just being part of a team and then working together to to accomplish one main goal so it was just you know being an athlete, you guys know, just, you know, teamwork makes the dream work. So it, it wasn't too much to do with a different deal. So That's awesome. You know, kind of tagging on a little bit that there. So one of the things I think that's been interesting uh, covering the XFL that we have is I, I'm, I'm always, obviously, I love the game and, you know, I, I'm very passionate about, you know, pro sports, but I'm, I'm a story guy and I love, I love the stories, uh, that, that come from sports. And one of the stories I think is very interesting is, you know, this idea that you guys are kind of all new teammates. You don't really know each other. Like you said, you may have crossed paths a little bit here and there. Um, but they talk about like, you know, you guys are living in hotels, you're, you're, you're working out. I read an ESPN article talking about, uh, you guys were working out, you know, uh, dry running plays in the conference rooms and in the bus trips and stuff. So how have you been able to kind of, you know, like like you're saying, it's just it's it's teamwork. It's it's put it put the best foot forward and, and all that. How has that been um, adjusting to and, and kind of growing in something new is how what's that been like for you, man? Honestly, when you, I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys can relate when you're on a team or it's like your best friends, even though you, you never knew them. But like, you know, that's your teammate now. So. Mentally, it's like we're all pals, and uh, um, it's like co- it gives kind of like a college type of vibe. You know, you come in with your teammate, uh, you're rooming together, you you get to spend time with each other, and over the the the, the days and stuff, you guys just go closer and closer. So, um, I feel like this is a type of vibe that we get, um, just like a college type of vibe. We have roommates, um, we're all cool, we all hang out to get together. We're in like a random place, so all we have is is each other initially. So. A very tight knit group, and uh, it's just kind of easy just to to do that because it's second nature, to be honest, as as an athlete, as a professional athlete, or just a football player in general. That makes a lot of sense. So, like, how are you guys yeah. passing the time when you're hanging out? You know, obviously when uh, you're not when you're not podcasting here. Uh, but what are you guys doing? You playing Xbox? What are you doing? Uh, they love. I honestly don't play Fortnite and stuff like that. They love playing Fortnite. Oh yeah. Uh, me and me and my, my room, <laughs> me and my roommate EJ here. We watch movies and stuff. Uh, we love. We just like watch a whole season of Martin together. Um, <laughs> nice. We were just talking about Martin yeah, right before the podcast. Yeah, Martin, Martin's <laughs> hilarious, man. But we just, you know, we we grab food together. We'll be, you know, he was just uh. So we just hang out. People play the game. We talk. Uh, like I give him Instagram captions, captions for his pictures, things like that. So. This is my guy, man, and it's it's like it's it's easy because I feel like I knew him my whole life, but you know we just met not too long ago. But it's that's my guy, and I'll do anything for him. Well, it's that's like right. uh, you know um, the word brother, right? So, and I come from a touring musician background, and you know when you're on the road with your band and your boys, like these guys become your brother, and you start calling, "Hey, what's up, brother? What's up, brother?" And 
you know, m- m- one time my fiance questioned me. She's like, "Why you call everybody brother?" I'm like, "Well, I call these guys because these are my brothers because we've yeah. we've been through some mm-hmm. si- some serious shit and we've bonded together as a result of that." And I would imagine, you know, uh, that's the same thing you're talking about, where these guys, you know, because you're all going through it together and you're all you're all pushing for that same goal of of you know unity on a team front. Um, it's easy to relate, I guess, once you're once you're all there, right? Definitely. Um, like you said, we all have been to similar things. I mean, everybody here has been cut before. We all know the, the taste of disappointment. We all are trying to get back. We all, you know, we all have been to our trials and tribulations. So we all can relate. We all respect each other. So it's not like every, no one feels like they're better than the other person. So we, like you said, we are all in it together and we have that mindset. We, we just vibe and we click well together because we, we all, are the the same person and then initially you know what i'm saying we all have the same dream we all been to the same things and, and and that just girls us closer together that's really cool man that's really cool and you know i i would be uh i would be a complete miss if i didn't ask you this so i, I i'm a big professional wrestling fan um outside of you know i cover everything that i'm interested in but pro, pro wrestling is something i've always been a fan of so obviously vince mcmahon is like a hero to me is a hero to me um, just for, just for all of his business, uh, prowess and everything. So ha- have you thought about at all, like the fact that you're playing professional football in a league that's operated by, you know, this, this larger than life kind of figure who's also, he's, he's a real person, but he also plays a character on TV sometimes. Like, do you guys ever yeah. talk about that or put any thought into like how cool that is or, you know, what, I mean, how interesting I mean, it is? Me personally, I grew up a wrestling fan. I used to love watch wrestling. Like, so my little brother, um, my little brother Saka, he used to like, he's he's about to be twenty now, and it, like he literally knows like every wrestler. From, I'm talking about from Andre the Giant to all the. He used to just sit there and watch YouTube's on all the old wrestlers. I'm like, yo, like, but I'm a big wrestling fan. Like, so yeah, Vince McMahon. Just I just have that respect for him because like been watching him the whole time and like you said it's a he's playing the guy on tv he's also a businessman and i'm honestly just truly grateful that he he gave us an opportunity to play the game that we love so and vince mcmahon is very appreciated in my life it's been my way for a while because without him you know we wouldn't have wrestling and all this other great things so but yeah vince mcmahon been been looking out for me my whole life pretty much so (laughs) i I mean i would just i would not be able to sleep just thinking that like oh man vince mcmahon you know like he he might be looking at me or something like i would just it's just so cool might be checking checking out putting that that bigfoot down i gotta you know yeah making (laughs) making sure everybody's in by a bed call and everything um because i i mean at the week one when i was there i saw from a distance shane mcmahon was uh was at the game so that was that was pretty cool to see um so what's what's been your favorite thing about you know being in the xfl so far like any anything uh, that stands out that's really impressed you um just being able to play football again it's quality football professional football it's uh we have fans we have we're televised um, we're playing great venues I, i grew up a giants fan and i I finally get to play in MetLife. So just having those type of opportunities, I'm like forever grateful for. And that's my favorite part, just living my dream and the ability to, to do that. So I'm just, like I said, I'm appreciative for the XFL and Vince uh, McMahon and everything that, that he put together. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's, see, seeing, it, seeing it in real life uh, has been has been truly, truly amazing. Because from the time when they announced it was coming back and just 
watching it, you know, waiting, waiting, waiting for 2020, and then you oh, know, yeah. for the Everyman podcast to be a part of it is, is really great. And like you said about the football uh, thing here, uh, the quality of the game, I mean, you know, not just saying this because you're on here, man, but I mean, you know, our listeners can, can tell you we've been thoroughly impressed and engaged, and I haven't missed a game, um, you know, since I've been watching every game, and I'll be there this Saturday uh, covering covering the game for the Everyman podcast, and um, it's it's really been uh, been impressive, wouldn't you say, Daryl? Oh, yeah, without question, without question. So one of the things, uh, you know, this week, week three, St. Louis Battlehawks, uh, you know, Guardians went out there for their home opener. There was nearly 30,000 fans packed the stadium. Energy was crazy all afternoon. There was even, we saw the Girl Scout cookies exchanged for a game ball, <laughs> yeah. which I think was very, uh, as a very good trade on the young girl's part. She made out, <laughs> she made out with that. Um, but, yeah. but for me, man, like it was, it was awesome seeing you get, you know, more involved in the game. Um, you know, you had 10 carries for 50 yards, had a couple of nice long runs. You had some, some catches out of the backfield. Um, how do you feel? Uh, you know, physically, how's how's everything going? I know you were in the concussion protocol, and you were obviously you played this week. So, you, so how how you feeling? How do you feel after that performance? And you know, what kind of things do you think you're you're in store for here uh, as as we as we move through the XFL season? Um, I I, I feel pretty, pretty, I feel good. I mean, we want to win, and uh, and that's our goal. And, and I don't feel like I've done enough until we win, or you know. So I, I'm always trying to find some things I could do right, little things I could do a little more. But um, my health-wise is good. I'm grateful for that. Um, but we just have to put it all together. We're 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 a lot better than what we're putting putting out there. And it's it's crazy when we watch film. It's just the little stuff. Like we just have to put it all together. So I'm excited for another opportunity this week at home. Just to just to show we got and um you know give the guardian fans what they deserve but we we definitely have the right coaching the right personnel we just all have to put it all together and uh i feel good personally and um, i'm excited for the weekend that's awesome man what do you uh speaking of the fans what's your take on how the fans have really embraced the guardians because i was you know i mean it was two hours before kickoff on, on week one and there was thousands of fans in the parking lot wearing jerseys and you know, slamming Bud Light Seltzers ready to go. I mean, how, how cool is it to be a part of this like super engaged fan base that's really like they're they're ride or die, and and it's like it's only week four. Yeah, it's it's amazing, man. Like props to them and the it's making us one of their own. You know, and we're we're all guardians now, and so we're a big family. And uh, they're they're intense. They give they give us a lot of energy, man. Uh, like you said, you see them in the in, in stands going crazy and thing, things like that, and I feel like wow, like we knew each other our whole lives. The way the the energy they give us, you know, so we appreciate them for that, and we just want to go out there and perform to the best of our abilities, just to you know, to, just even the fact that we, you know, we have the opportunity and we're we're trying to do things that we need to do to get back to the league and things like that. But just for the fans, like they're they're out there giving giving us our their all, so why we need to do the same for them, you know? So and um. We appreciate them, man, and uh, like we say, we're on duty for them, man. We're guardians, right. you know. So, oh yeah, on duty. Did you see that guy yeah. eat the cheese? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he called it. He called it the turnover cheese. He told me, "Is that what that is? The turnover <laughs> cheese?" Yeah, yeah. Turnover I was wondering. Cheese. I was wondering what part you know of the game we were going to attach to the cheese, like whether it was like a fourth quarter stand or nah, you know. I like turn- that turnover. At least he cheese. told me the turnover cheese. He said, "Hey, Victor." This is the turnover team. I said, yeah. <laughs> it was, I'll tell you, like, so we were, you know, I, I was on the field and, 
these guys were like, they knew your first names, they knew your last names, they knew what town you grew up in, where you went to college. Like these kids were in the end zone. They were they were pumped up, man. They were they were really, they really want this. Um, and it's it's just it's such a such a gift to be involved. So, last uh, last question here as we wind down, get yourself back to your uh, to your Martin Marathon, hopefully. Um, and it's funny oh, you yeah. bring that up, man. We were ju- I was just saying, you know, we talk about Blue Streak. <laughs> Blue Streak is like Blue one of my favorite. Blue Streak is hilarious, bro. <laughs> it's one of my favorite oh, movies. Oh, my God, it's of- hilarious. Oh, time. Get on the ground. <laughs> Get on the ground. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that scene where he's in the hotel room trying to learn how to be a cop. He pra- he's practicing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was he was practicing being a cop in the in the, in the ground. Yeah, that's a, I think I'd have to go bust that DVD out. It's a it's a great one. And you know, before I get off of, of Blue Street, you know, that that I think that's the only movie that I've seen the bad guy from the mask in. Also. He he was he was like the bad guy jeweler, jewel thief in that movie. That kind of double crosses him, and he was also the bad guy in the mask. Oh uh, yeah, He's got a real bad guy. Got a real bad guy awesome. face. Yeah, we get yeah. into it all here on the Everyman Podcast. So, um, last little thing here that I think is interesting. So, one of the things that makes uh, the the XFL really unique and fresh for me is obviously you've got there's this new kickoff rule, um, the overtime rules, which we haven't seen yet. But the biggest thing I think so far, it's been an absolute game changer is like the sideline interactions with reporters. So mm-hmm. right from the get, you know, week one, we saw some interesting, some interesting stuff, some colorful language, some fun stuff. You know, Pat McAfee was down there doing his thing, too. Um, and, and with the Guardians games, we've had a few viral moments there. So, you know, what are your thoughts um, on that? you know, on what kind of impact that has in the game. And like, are you thinking about, you know, what am I going to say when I get off the field? Or are you just going to go, go with emotions or you got a promo ready in the tank to, uh, to unleash on oh, people? Oh no, I don't, <laughs> I'm not thinking about it. You know, you always, you know, you're on television, so you don't want to do something that makes you or your teammate or your family bad. It look bad, but no, I don't have anything planned or anything like that, but watching like the TV copies or when I'm watching other games, it's like, wow. I really don't. It's like, wow, you could really hear any everything, but it's it's amazing when you're actually on the field. Though you don't you don't actually see or hear, you know, that everyone else is seeing or hearing you. So it's still normal, like. But you always have to keep in mind that you know mics are always on you and things like that. But no, I I don't I personally don't think about it too much. I I just play football and try to you know go go with the game plan. But I have nothing predetermined or you know I don't think twice about what I'm saying because I mean I I don't think I I say too much or 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 too or too crazy on the sideline anyway so I mean I I, I don't mind it but uh, some people do have to you know watch what they say and things like that but, <laughs> yeah. but I, yes but I, I I honestly I don't have a problem with it I think it's great and I think it it shows it allows people in. And like I said about the story, like it, it adds this little layer of, of story that's going on. And I saw there was a guy this weekend was somebody was stretching and the guy was on the ground stretch, like on his belly with the microphone in front of the guy. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's great. It's like, it's, it's as a, as a fan watching at home, it's like, oh yeah, it's, I guess that's what I would do. I would get on my yeah. belly and, and well, go ask this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen that. I'm like, yeah. And, and uh, last bit here, man. Um, one of my favorite things about the Guardians' uh, home game, and what I'm really looking forward to again this week, was you guys have a a field DJ, DJ John Black. Um, what do you think about having music on the sidelines like that during the game, and and 
do you have a song picked out for yourself yet? Um, I like it pre-game. I don't really listen to it while the game is, you know, it's kind of, I don't know if it, I didn't even recognize, realize that music was still playing during the game because I'm so focused into the actual game. But um, the pre-game was crazy. He had his hype, you know, he was, we was dancing out there, we were all in a good mood. But I don't have a certain song. I do have a song about me, though. I heard, yeah. I read all <laughs> yeah, about I it. Yeah, I do have a song. It's pretty cool. I joke all the time. Like, you know, I'm cool. I have a song about me. Who has a song about them? But <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's pretty, pretty cool. cool. They used to play it for me at back at Towson. Um, but, yeah, so, but I don't have a, a song picked out or anything like that. It would be pretty cool if I heard my song, though. Yeah, well, we're gonna yeah, ha- we're gonna have to go. we're gonna have to talk to DJ John Black. Get your uh, <laughs> get the theme song up there. So, Darius, where can people keep up with you on social media uh, as you're as you're kind of going through your everyman journey through the week? Uh, where's your plugs at, bro? My uh, Instagram and Twitter is at Young Vito V Y U N G V I T O V, and then my Facebook, I believe, is Darius Vito. My first and middle name. There you go. There you go. You, uh, you're going to be able to get those links in the uh, description below. And uh, Darius, I'll see you on the sidelines this week, man, this, this Saturday. Looking forward to seeing you. Looking forward to the game. And uh, we're going to be on duty, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate right, it. Thank you. See you soon. Be good. Thanks, man. <laughs>